the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Okay, I readily admit that I have been all over the place in today's program. Uh, Usually I try to follow themes. You know, this segment, the next segment, I have a theme, you know. Today it has been a shotgun approach. We've just been all over the place. And I, I understand that. It's been kind of potpourri. But there are some stories that I want you to hear today, and that's why I've been kind of hopping around. And uh, this one, the uh, I would assume I could be wrong, but I would assume the mainstream media will completely ignore this, and yet this is a huge, huge story. Do you remember when the Biden administration's education department? issued an advisory to the FBI. Remember that? What was the advisory about? Domestic terrorism. Now, who were the domestic terrorist parents? Now, what were these domestic terrorist parents doing? (laughs) They were doing the unthinkable. They were actually showing up at school board meetings. And asking questions. How dare they question the professionals? How dare they actually want to know what their kids are being taught? Anyway, it caused a huge controversy. Do you remember that? The the, uh, the memo from the Education Department instructed the FBI to start getting in touch with all of the school districts in America and to watch out for those domestic terrorists. Now, they never directly said parents were domestic uh, terrorists, but it was certainly implied. Now, again, caused enormous controversy. So how did the White House respond? Uh, Oh, well, uh, 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 well, the, the the only reason we uh, issued that guidance to the FBI was because the uh, National School Board Association, well, they were very, very concerned about it. And they wrote a letter to the president, and uh, they said, our members just aren't safe, and, and uh, these parents are like domestic terrorists, and uh, uh, we, we want the government to do something about it. So the Biden administration actually said, and if you, many of you will remember this, well, it wasn't our idea. It was the National School Board Association. It was all their idea, and we just, we just kind of believed them. Now, that caused another huge blowback, pushback, uh, 
And as a result, if you will remember, the National School Board Association issued an apology. They issued a retraction. But before they could issue the apology and the retraction, several state school board associations, including Ohio, several state school board associations said to the National School Board Association, we're out of here. We cannot support you when you are calling parents domestic terrorists. And so, again, it was a huge controversy. Well, we have learned something new. Yeah, because of a freedom of information request, we now know it was not the National School Board Association that initiated this. It was the Biden administration. The Biden administration contacted the National School Board Association. Now, we were told that was vice versa. We were told that this whole thing was initiated by the National School Board Association in a letter to the president. Well, now we're learning, uh, no, that's not true. It was actually Education Secretary Miguel Cardona who solicited the National School Board Association and encouraged them, hey, we'd like to do something here, but we can't unless you write us a letter. Yeah. Listen to this. Uh, President Biden's Justice Department used a NSBA letter which suggested that these as acts of malice, violence, and threats against public school officials have increased. The classification of these heinous actions could be the equivalent to a form of domestic terrorism and hate crimes. That was the letter to the Biden administration which prompted the memo which directed the FBI to assist local law enforcement to examine appropriate enforceable actions, etc., Here's where it gets crazy. Quote, the email exchange uncovered through the Freedom of Information Act indicates Cardona was much more involved with the letter's creation than previously known. In the October 5th email, NSBA Secretary Treasurer Christy Sweat recounted that NSBA interim CEO Chip Slavin told the officers he was writing a letter to provide information to the White House from a request by Secretary Cardona. Previous emails had revealed that the NSBA was in contact with the White House and Justice Department in the weeks before it publicly sent the letter. And here's where I think it becomes criminal. Quote, Attorney General Merrick Garland unequivocally stated that he based his memo on the NSBA letter, which in turn mobilized the FBI and U.S. attorneys. If Secretary Cardona was truly involved in this ugly episode, it is a significant breach of trust and he should be held accountable. Somebody 
maybe several people blatantly lied about where this letter came from, why the memo was given to the FBI from the Justice Department. And it looks like it goes all the way to Attorney General Merrick Garland, and it would seem that there is sufficient evidence to conclude he just lied through his teeth. In other words, we were told through this whole thing that the Biden administration just responded to a letter of concern from the National School Board Association. A letter, by the way, which was later retracted and apologized for. Did the uh, Justice Department and the and this, the uh, Education Department apologize? No. No. Now we are learning the Biden administration was behind all of this from the very beginning. It was not the National School Board Association. It was Education Secretary Miguel Cardona, complicit with U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Now, an honest question, and I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. Can you imagine the press coverage if this would have happened in the Trump administration? Can you imagine NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, New York Times? Can you imagine the press coverage if this was uncovered about the Trump administration? Now, uh, will we see coverage of this this evening? I doubt it. And if not, do you need any further evidence of the gross bias of the news media? That's a big story. It really is. And uh, unless I'm wrong... It will be buried. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this. You see, uh, I am first and foremost a preacher. I love doing this radio program. I am so grateful for it. I am grateful for all of you. I, I, and I hope I can do it for a long time. But I am first and foremost a preacher. God called me to preach when I was 12 years old in the mountains of California at a wonderful camp called Hume Lake. Thursday night, I can tell you who the preacher was. I can tell you what the sermon was when I went forward to the invitation and surrendered to preach. And uh, I began preaching on a regular basis when I was 16 
at a uh, Skid Row mission in downtown Los Angeles. And I've been preaching ever since. And I've been waiting for this because I am not known for my brevity. Uh, No, I know I'm not. So when I saw this, I thought, well, 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 I love this. Brand new research indicates, well, let me uh, let me read the uh, headline to you. Less than 10% of evangelicals want shorter sermons. Yes. <laughs> it's from a it's from a research piece called The Congregational Scorecard What Evangelicals Want in a Church. Quote Fewer than 10% of evangelical Protestants want to have shorter sermons. See there? I've been telling you that for years. (laughs) All right, seriously, I I think that's encouraging. Because we are seeing a trend, sadly, away from the preaching. For centuries— In fact, since the beginning of the New Testament church, the primary emphasis in church services has been the preaching. There has always been music, and it's always been incredibly important, always incredibly important, but it was never predominant. Never, 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 never has the music been the predominant aspect of church services, worship services, never in the history of the church. And I double-dog dare you to find any time in the history of the Christian church where the music has been predominant until now. There is a theme, a, a trend. Shorter sermons, more music. And again, I am not knocking music. I love Christian music. I love praise. I love worship. It's just wonderful. I can't even imagine having church services without music. But we're seeing this trend where music is becoming more and more predominant and the sermon is becoming less and less. And not only is the sermon becoming less and less predominant, less Depth, less less theological content, feel-good, emotional, and so forth. Well, evidently, we have been told, well, that's what people want. Mm -hmm. Fewer than 10% want shorter sermons. However, 30% want more in-depth teaching. 10% want Shorter sermons, which 90% either they're satisfied with where the sermon length is or they want longer. Um, And only 10% want shorter, but a full 30% would love to see more in-depth teaching from their church. 69% responded that they felt the depth of teaching was fine as is. Uh, and, and, and by the way, quote, these trends are consistent across generations. We hear this all the time. Young people have short attention spans, short attention spans. 
So pastors need to cut down the length of their sermons. Uh, Not according to this research. All age groups are basically the same. So um, the next time I preach at your church, don't expect a sermonette for Christianettes. (laughs) And then this last story, this is bizarre. I don't even know whether this is good or not. And I'm serious, and I probably should have delegated more time to discuss it. History was made at the University of Maryland School of Medicine just recently. They transplanted a genetically modified pig heart into a human being in a first-in-the-world surgery. The chief of surgery at the University of Maryland School of Medicine said this was a breakthrough surgery and brings us one step closer to solving the organ shortage crisis. There are simply not enough human donor hearts available to meet the long list of potential <coughs> Pardon me, recipients. Uh, it's a shocking number of people who die every year waiting for transplants. Um, more than 6,000 patients die every year waiting for a heart transplant. It's a pig heart, but genetically modified to reduce the risk of rejection. It's a pig heart. Um, is there anything morally to be concerned about? Maybe we'll discuss this another day. It's bizarre. Uh, for many, it would be very exciting. A pig heart. No, it's true. It really is. Uh, the patient said, will I oink? No. Hey, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 